Hey, hey. Happy Wednesday, people. Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. Oh, God, one day to go. One day to go. Like, less, just, just over, sorry, just over 24 hours to go. And in just over 24 hours, we got football. We got football back. We don't have college football back yet. But, like we've been saying all along, the NFL, hey, they've just, they've just been prancing along. Prancing along, doing their thing. Nobody really knows much. Now the hard knocks will give you insight that they're pretty damn serious about trying to prevent this uh, this thing going on. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world too that keeps them a bit preoccupied from football. But I've been saying it all along. The NFL's just been cruising along like nothing's happening. We're just going to start the season. Everything's going to be fine. And uh, lo and behold, we made it here without any major setbacks yet. I mean, they're testing these guys every single day. Couple here, couple there. I mean, it really must be, they must be, ah, shit, it's hard to even believe that they're able to get through this much with that many players. Maybe they're hiding the tests. Who knows? But all I know is that there's football coming up, and this is the Under Review Show. We talk sports betting at its finest, right? Real odds, real lines, real takes, real guys betting on real, uh, real games. And I'm Damon D., your host. This podcast, of course, brought to you by the good people of BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, uh, head there now. Use promo code REVIEW. Get your little uh, welcome bonus for joining the football season. Um, the time is now. There has not been any better time than now to go use that promo code because football is here. Football is here, okay? And we're going to talk a bit about that. Our Friday show, of course, we went over um, in detail um, about... Uh, week one lines. We had a, a good gander at them. We had a gander at week one lines. Not a lot of changes have happened. So today we're just going to talk a bit about um, some of the other NFL bets you can get in on before the season actually kicks off, okay? Because um, there's a lot more things. No, no, not just futures, but uh, regular season odds um, and weekly specials and season props that betonline.ag has provided for us. I say us like they do it for, for us. Um, but yeah, I feel like they do. I feel like it's just that personal of a relationship that they like, they put props up and, and we're like, thanks. Just like they're for me. That's how you'll feel if you go and bet with them. I think, uh, that personal thing. Let me take a drink here. Mm. Oh yeah. It's hot. It's hot September. Uh, folks, we got to get right into it. Of course. So the, uh, under review show available on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, that's the big one. That's the big podcast hub now. Go to Spotify and follow us. Give us a little follow there. Um, we're coming to you. We're going to be coming to you three, four times a week during the season here. we got a lot of stuff going on. we got a lot of esports stuff coming up. Um, we've got the Aftermath show, which is just a, it's a nightmare of pain and suffering that you'll get joy from because it will alleviate from the pain and suffering you may um, have been caused by your bets um, during any given week. Um, we got that coming up. Um, we got the sports apocalypse, right? Where we just give you everything to bet on. That's Fridays. It's just, we run the gamut. There's bet online does this like constant, um, full streaming article that just updates like hourly on every conceivable thing to bet on. When the pandemic hit, the sports disappeared. Um, they needed to figure something out and they did in a big way. And it was like, at some point it was, it was, it was marble racing and like Korean baseball. And that's all that was firing through there. But there was stuff to bet on and and then for the most part finding you places you can watch the damn stuff so we're going to continue that during the entire season because it's just a great resource of crap to bet on and i know i'm not even saying crap isn't crap but like cool cool stuff to you can get in on um and we'll be going through that every friday that's the sports apocalypse episode 
Um, and that's what we dubbed this pause in sports that we all had to endure. So um, today's episode, um, we got a couple things going on. We're going to finish up um, talking a little bit about um, Thursday night's football game between KC and Houston. All right now, we're just going to talk about regular season um, specials and props that are coming up. Um, these are some great ones that Bet Online has available right now. You just go to the sports book, um, you hit NFL regular season, and uh, weekly specials and season props are available under that category. And uh, uh, we're just going to get into it. Um, there's a lot of totals here. Um, they've just been having some fun with this. Uh, the team that they got over there, uh, I get the chance to talk with them once in a while, and they're they're absolutely phenomenal and uh, and very creative and uh, are not not afraid of anything. They'll just put anything up there. Not that any of these are going to be that edgy, but um, they always have good stuff. So uh, first one is how many NFL players are going to be arrested in this offseason? This is a great one because the total set at six and a half. And uh, nobody's going out here. Like we've been seeing how um, things like hard knocks have been affecting this. Like this is like, there's a lockdown within the lockdown that, that I'm sure coaches and, and owners and managers have, have talked with, with guys. Like you don't have a chance to really make the team on your talent right now. There's no preseason. There's limited, there's no inter, inter-team scrimmages. Um, you basically have the shortest amount of time possible to actually do on-field work. Most of this stuff is in classrooms. Um, so the stakes are, are insane. And so, you know, before when minor transgressions in your personality um, might have been overcome with just sheer talent and production, that's eh, not a thing anymore. So even even somebody at the at the who who would have more of a propensity propensity to 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 muck around, they're not doing it. That conversation is pretty serious. It's like you're barely making the team if you make it. If you do anything to compromise the health of anybody on this team, you're done. You are done. You're not coming back. What we see as a result of that is guys taking it way too serious. And if they feel like people are going to fudge it, you know that they they got the moles inside being like, hey. You know, well, there you go. You talk about that guy from Seattle. I can't remember his name now, but well, he probably wouldn't have made the team anyway. Sneaking people in. Done. You're out. Out of the league. You think another team's going to even take a sh- shake a stick at you? You know, one guy gets it. It's done. You're done for two weeks. Boom. That's it. You know? Um, and if the whole team gets it or enough people, they have to just stop it. Like, the stakes are crazy high. Therefore, not a lot of players are going to be going out doing their thing and getting silly. Or, or not, maybe, maybe, maybe over is just all day here because they're going to go so crazy that they're going to be out there. It's still minus 120. It's even odds across the board there. But the total set at six and a half total players um, arrested. So, I mean, that's a weekly special, by the way. So just know that. Um, here we go. Losses for a team during the regular season. Sitting at 13 and a half. Jeez. 13 and a half... Oh man, that's like, that's an absolute monster of a number right there. I mean, you know that we haven't seen, you know, we haven't seen like the, the six, the Owen 16 for some, some time here. Right. But I mean, if you look at some of the lowest teams, like for the, the, for win total over unders, right. Obviously it's like sevens and seven and a halfs are like, are basically there, but you look at teams like Carolina their, their win totals at five, five and a half. The Bengals are five, five and a half, I think, um, for their win totals. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing the math there. They're not going to be too far off. Um, you know, the 13 number is, is, is a fat number, but don't be, 
you know, there's a couple of teams that are within striking distance of having 14 losses this year, right? Bengals, Panthers are in there. I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't go after teams that are in like the six and a half range. That's just a little too much. Like 10 wins to 13 wins is, is big. Like maybe like the Redskins are going to fall into that category where they're going to sniff at 13, um, 13 losses. But that's where the total, that's the total right now is, is uh, uh, over under right now for most, <laughs> most losses in a season. Um, it's 13 and a half. So, and that's an even, that's at an even, or not an even, that's at minus 120 is the money line on that. So, um, some team's going to do it. Now, most wins is also 13 and a half, and that's an even line as well. But I think there's a handful of teams that are probably going to be able to do that. Um, most wins for a team. So, 14. Is any team going to go 14 wins? There's teams that are, like, just possessed out there. Um, I don't know if KC is going to slow down. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um... Total players suspended during the regular season. These are suspensions. So once again, that transgression thing, 12 and a half. Over, under 12 and a half. How about this? This is a really good one. Will all division winners this season win at least nine games? All right, because you always have that like outlier that like, <laughs> you know, the team gets into the playoffs and you're like, uh, like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Who invited these guys? Right? Like, I, I mean, I think the Texans, uh, Titans got in at nine and seven um, last year. I think Bill, Bills had 10 wins for sure. But yeah, the Titans were that team that got in at nine and seven. The NFC East is always a crapshoot. The Eagles got in, right? They were a nine and seven team. So we, already, we had two last year and a couple of 10 win teams. Um, but yeah, the NFC East is always just like nuts. They don't know how to win or beat anybody and who, who freaking knows. Um, but this, this is the thing. It's minus 200 that all division winners will win at least nine games. So it would have happened last year. So what, what that odd is asking for to clarify is, is there going to be an eight-win division winner? In the NFC East at minus 200 um, or plus 150 would say if you wanted, if you, if you didn't think that, if you thought it would be eight. Um, will any team score more than 40 points in week one? Yes is actually the underdog there at plus 125. People think of these offenses are going to be crappy. I think the opposite. I think teams are going to come out and be like, not prepared for the speed of some of these teams. Right, KC? You think like a nice, healthy KC? They have had no contact. Um, you know, they're bringing a lot of players back from last season. They haven't changed. The continuity score on them is pretty high. Right? That's going to be interesting. Continuity score on offense is big, by the way. Just, just so you know, look that up. Um, hey, how about this? Will Big Ben Roethlisberger miss uh, any game to an injury? It's even, I mean, even the odds are the same at minus 120 for both yes or no. Will Big Ben miss a full game due to injury? I mean, that's a guy who just gets, just takes contact, doesn't care. Guy's just an oak tree, just standing there. And guys go after him too, so... They know they 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 don't they take liberties when they're hitting him. How about uh, how about Cam Newton? Will Cam Newton miss a full game due to injury? The guy's coming off two like you know two solid season shortening injuries. I think as Josh McDaniels is going to have him running. How's his ankle there? Um, right now it's a no. Is the favorite at minus one forty and yes being a a, a, a simple plus one ten. Um, Carson Wentz injury, yes or no? Right? 
guy's guy can't complete season to save his life. The no is uh, or the the yes is the favorite by the way at minus one forty. Will he miss a game due to injury? People are like he is made of porcelain. The man cannot finish a, a game or a season. You know. By the way, it's not like he's Gronk out there just getting guys like spearing him and torpedoing his thighs. He still just he he gets beat up. Um, okay, how about how about benchings? The first benching. All right, of the of the season, who's going to get benched first? You would think that it's uh, it's my favorite uh, my favorite punching bag, Mitch Trubisky, that would be on the top of that list, but it is not. He's actually second place at plus one seventy five to be benched first. Um, I'm taking that. Holy crap! Well, Dwayne Haskins, by the way, at plus one fifty. They named him the starter. I think he's going to be benched before Trubisky. After Trubisky, though, by the way, those guys are just the front runners. Plus 150 and plus 175 for Dwayne Haskins and Mitch Trubisky. Money's on Mitch here. Mitch has had his chance. He's, ta- he's had a shot. There's the thing with Mitch that you can see. If everything offensively plays out perfectly beautiful, lights out. Soon as shit starts getting a little wonky for the guy, he goes from hero to zero really, really fast. And now... There's enough tape out on him. They kind of know how to do that. Hey, let's get him to throw left across his body. Cannot complete a pass to the left side of the field. All right, well, this is where we're going to force him. Force him right, make him throw left. This is the thing. I like, should I be a head coach? No, but it's like I've watched enough Mitch Dubrisky to know, like, um, get him in duress. Not even duress. Make him think. If he has to think more than the, 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 the standard check downs, he just, it, it, it's, it's a 50-50 chance that it's just going to go haywire. Um, I say Mitch is the guy at plus 175. I'm placing that bet. Ryan Fitzpatrick, plus 225. So he's pretty close to these two. And Tyrod Taylor, plus 500. Sam Darnold, 600. Cam Newton at plus 700. He's even on the list. Um, Gardner Minshew, plus 800. Phillip Rivers, plus 1400. And Aaron Rodgers at plus 2500. Phillip Rivers, man. I'm not a huge fan, but um, he has been a fantastically consistent fantasy Late, late, last pick, fantasy quarterback to pick up for like a decade. Two years ago, he had like an off year, but like forever. He was the perfect fantasy QB. Um, he still put up numbers. Just go look at his numbers. It's fantastic numbers. And then he's just unceremoniously jettisoned. Uh, by the way, speaking of continuity scores, uh, the Colts have probably the highest offensive continuity score, I think, on the planet. Like at like 88% or something like that. That's something to think about with a veteran quarterback there. Um, hey, how many interceptions will Cam Newton throw in week one? Under or over one? Um, the under is minus 150, and the over is plus 110. I think he throws a pick. I think he throws a pick week one. He's always good for a pick. Um, more injuries. How about Lamar Jackson? Is he going to miss? And then, uh, and finally, um, Gronkowski. Is Gronk going to going to miss a game due to injury? That's a fantastic one because this is the first time he's ever really been this healthy. He's got no power glove arm brace on for the first time in like forever. Like his elbow injury happened in like 2010 or something crazy. 2012. And he had all the surgeries. He was all messed up. Like he has been a mess his entire career. He is clean. Guys are going to come at him. Like... We've never seen this. We've never seen this happen. Um, okay, how about this? This is a very interesting one. Uh, which city's team will have more combined wins? 
all right? Because there's two cities with double teams, right? New York and L.A. Um, who's going to combine for more wins? The Jets and the Giants? Or the, uh, the Clippers and the uh, Rams? Clippers. <laughs> the Chargers and the Rams. Uh, yeah, basketball on the brain. I've been putting a lot of money on basketball. Um, minus 250, obviously, for Chargers, Rams. But hey, you never know. Right? That AFC East is wide open right now, and the NFC East is a cluster schmuck. You don't know what's going to happen. The Jets could win freaking, or the Giants could win 13 games. You just don't know. You don't even know what's going to happen, right? The Cowboys are supposed to win it. Like, it's just crazy. It's, it's just a crazy division. You just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm not putting any money on Jets, though. Just don't bet on the Jets. Um, okay, we got a bunch of, like, everybody's, it's all about rookies, but no, there's no hype behind rookies because nobody got to see them either do awesome or not do awesome in the preseason. Um, but what about second-year guys? This is a great um, prop bet here. Second-year quarterback to win more games. Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, Drew Locke, or Dwayne Haskins. By the way, Daniel Jones at plus 160 is the favorite, followed by Kyler Murray at plus 185. I take Kyler. I think he's... People are sleeping on, on the cards there. Really, really big, big bet. Um, hey, here's a, here's another big one that just, it's come up in a couple, I've been just absorbed in fantasy football because all my drafts have been happening and I got like 7 million fantasy football teams that I have going on. Um, and there's like, there's a very interesting like narrative going around because no one thinks that Drew Brees is going to be around the Saints, if anything, um, the Saints at all in, in 2020, after this year. Um, you know, he had this weird like contract thing that was the same as Tom Brady's, which was an opt out to, to make sure there was like a weird cap space thing. But it's like, it's the, the way these contracts are set up. It's basically the ball is his, in his court on what he wants to do as a veteran player. Um, and just a word around the campfire is that Drew Brees. Th- now this odd here is, will he retire after 2020? Yes. Is my, is the favorite at minus 175 and no is plus 135. Right. But, um, I mean, just being off the Saints is the word around the campfire. So no, no one's actually specifically saying retire or, or trade or, or go into free agency or do whatever. I don't think he can go free agency, but you know what I mean? Will he retire is, that, is the favorite at minus 175. Holy moly. Just that says so much for the odds. He seems pretty healthy. Um, you know, now, now not... I just love benching odds, by the way. We talked about Trubisky. Um... That minus 140 favorite for Trubisky being benched during the regular season, though, is maybe my favorite line out of this entire gamut here, honestly. Um, yeah, I think, I feel like, I feel like that, that's like the big one. I think Trubisky is, might not make it out of game one, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, honestly, um, I don't know if he can, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get why he got it. I know that uh, Foles is like semi-unproven-ish guy. Um, but the fact of the matter is, yeah, I don't know. Trubisky obviously practices well. Or else he wouldn't have been the starter for these many years too, right? Like he obviously, the criticisms on Trubisky that I have anyway, aren't aren't in like when everything's perfect in practice and you're running through a play. It's like watching him do a couple things, improvise and also like nut up when it comes to the end of a game. And last year, all he needed to do is score, just score a touchdown, just drive. That's what you want from a quarterback. 
even game managers. That was what separated Tom Brady from everybody else. His first half of his career before 2007, Tom Brady was just the consummate game manager. He'd go 20 for 23 for 225 yards and two touchdowns, maybe an interception. But he just didn't screw it up. And when it was a tight game late, he would just scored. You could rely on him and say, hey, Tom, playbook aside, we need you to, to get us in the end zone or get us into scoring. You just got to do that. It's all the great quarterbacks do. That separates the men from the boys. At some point, it is just on you, that weird intangible, hey, go and get us points, you know? And that's what, that's what is the difference. Everyone has the opportunity at some point to do that, whether you're on a good team or a bad team. And Trubisky is terrible at it, especially with that defense that's basically expired now. You get three seasons out of defense. They were so good. And uh, he just couldn't put up points. You, you put up 15 in your five, 14 points. 17 with a field goal. That's all you got to do. And you're laughing. You're probably going to a conference championship or winning the Super Bowl. Anyways, he's out. Um, hey, high scoring team during the regular season of 2020. We know who's number one at plus 475, the Kansas City Chiefs taking the cake. Baltimore Ravens at plus 650. And the Niners. Niners, by the way, I think were, I think they edged out um, KC last year, actually, for just total points scored during the season or points per game. They were actually a bit better, just marginally. Um, it was really weird because, I mean, uh, Garoppolo just would, I guess he just got garbagey garbage points, you know? He, he just stacked them up. Once again, there's another example of a guy that just like, when I need to get a touchdown, you know, in the Super Bowl with a wide open player streaking down the, down the middle and you just got to hit the throw, can't do it. Made a lot of great passes, but, you know, men from the boys. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, Ravens plus 650, Niners plus 800. Saints, though, still up there at, uh, at plus 1,000. And then the Bucks with this high-powered offense at plus 1,200. The Bucks to me, are the most public, floated, embellished line um, maybe in the history of football. It's insane. Um, what they, they do, people like forget. Oh, I don't know who forgets. I didn't forget that they basically had the worst defense in the NFC last year, statistically. But no, no, everybody's like, oh yeah, they're in like the top like five teams in terms of odds to win the Super Bowl. Offensively, yeah, I get it. They got a whole bunch of really good, powerful weapons. Tom Brady's going to do fine. It's going to be fun. He's in great weather now. He's not going to go through the winter and six feet of snow and like minus eight million. Um, you know what I mean? He's traveling to division competitors in beautiful domes. Like it's going to go, they're going to do fine, but it's not, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. The problem's not going to be the offense here. So yeah, maybe plus 1200 for them to lead, um, the NFL in regular season scoring isn't a bad line. It's tied frankly with, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, which people think are going to be offensively good. I think they'd be better than the Cowboys, frankly. And then, uh, you go Seahawks at plus 1600. Pretty interesting. Bottom of the barrel there, uh, you got Jets, Jags, and, and uh, Washington football team. The last undefeated team. This is always great, and this is always somebody you don't expect. So you got basically Chiefs, Ravens at plus 500 and plus 525. People saying they're going to be tied for the last two. Niners and Saints, though, at plus 750, then plus 850. Sleeper right there is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Womp, womp. But we know we know that the, the Bucs Saints... I mean, it's going to be one of those. You're going to knock, you can knock one off in your mind right now because they're playing. So, um, Chiefs-Ravens, last undefeated team. Who knows? Are we going to get one of those big ones? I mean, the Pats went 
I think they were the last one last year, and they were only like 8-0, 9-0. They just stunk it right up. Um, you know, it's not going to be, probably. It's not going to be um, Miami Dolphins at uh, plus 10,000. And then how about the last winless team? This is a great one. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars are actually the favorite to be the last winless team at plus 300. Followed by the Redskins at plus 550, Panthers at plus 800, and the Bengals at plus 900. The last winless team. Those are some great lines. You've got to get on these now, by the way. You have a couple of days here. Um, you know, the, the teams that are like, you can, you can actually bet on the conference least wins. But basically, overall, um, you got the, like the Jags, Washington, Carolina-ish are the front runners for just the least amount of teams, um, or least amount of games won during the entire regular season. Um, and the Jags are going to be so bad. Man, remember that? Remember when they made the AFC Championship game and made the Patriots come from behind to, to win there? That was, and everyone was like, whoa. Look at that, hey? Most overall wins, of course, it's Baltimore and KC's right now. You got to get those sleepers in there. There's going to be somebody, um, somebody into it. There's going to be somebody. There always is every year the outlier team that comes through. And uh, we're going to finish it up here with uh, um, a couple of division um, undefeated and uh, winless odds here. Let me have a drink of water. Will any team go 0-6 in their division, not win a single game? Um, favorite is no at minus 180. Will any team run their division, go 6-0? and No again at minus 270. I think there's a possibility there. Will any team go undefeated at home? Yeah, uh, no is minus 350. That's a wild one. Will any team go undefeated on the road? Once again, no at minus 650. And then uh, here we go, 16-0 and 0-16. Not a chance. But if you want to bet on it right now, if they go winless, if you think the Jags suck that bad, plus 1,600. And 16-0, and 0, it's actually only plus 1,200 right now. I think a team can go 16-0 and 0 in this, uh, this era. I think they can. I really, really do. Before we let you go, we just got to talk a bit about, uh, about tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's amazing season opener. And what a, what a, what a doozy, right? Uh, Texans at Chiefs. Even without like a crowd for at Chiefs, they're minus nine favorites. Money line minus 425. Odds makers saying this is going to be a blowout. By the way, two playoff teams as well you know, played each other. Uh, no one's touching KC in this. Total sitting 54 too, which is like a normal total, by the way, for the NFL these days. That's just like normal in the 50s. Um, by the way, highest total on the board. Um, totals are always inflated for these primetime games, though. I'd go under. That KC minus nine is crazy, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go KC minus nine. I'm going to go under the 54. There you have it, guys. That's been the Under Review Show. This is our uh, our big Jimmy Jam here uh, leading into the season. Of course, um, you can find us on the Sports Apocalypse on Friday, the Aftermath next week. We're going to talk about where our bets went well and where they went not so well. I'm Damien D. Of course, it's brought to you by the good people of betonline.ag. Head there. That is where you can get all of these fancy odds and lines and things that we use. They feed us. And uh, we are hungry. And so should you be. Head there. Use promo code REVIEW. Get signed up for this NFL season. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Appreciate your time. Adios, muchachos. Thank you.